welcome back to uh, Capes and Japes this week. I am Olivia. And I am Elion. Um, I would love it um, if you would start us off by telling um, everyone about the experience you had today. Oh, you mean how uh, <laughs> comics got me out of jury duty? Yeah, that one. That's the one. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's less exciting than it sounds, <laughs> but um, I went to jury duty and I was expecting the long process of jury selection, and instead I was one of the uh, first people to leave, didn't even get to the questions, because apparently one of the things that can get you out of jury duty, or at least like postpone it, is if you have, like, the usual thing, like, medical, dif like, difficulties, financial difficulties, if it'll be a hardship for you to be at mm -hmm. jury duty, either physically or financially. Mm -hmm. And apparently, something that counts as a financial hardship is if mm -hmm. you have a non-refundable vacation. <laughs> And he, the judge said that this trial would last two weeks. And WonderCon is not this upcoming weekend, but the weekend after. And I'm leaving on Thursday. And I can't refund my WonderCon badge because that passed like a month ago. Right. So I'm like, I have a non-refundable vacation. Everybody's like walking up like, oh yeah, I have hip replacement surgery in like three mm. days. Or like mm. I have um, physical physical therapy like twice a week at two o'clock. And he's like, yeah, okay. And like, oh, yeah. I have three young children and no child care. And we wouldn't be able to pay rent if I had to pay for child care. And it's like, okay, go. And I'm like, I walk up and I'm like, I hate to be that guy. But <laughs> I am going down to Anaheim uh, for a convention. And I'm leaving next Thursday around like noon and he's like oh what are you and i'm like well it's a comic book convention <laughs> and i can't he's like well what what's non-refundable about it? i'm like oh i bought a badge it's first friday saturday and sunday and he's like oh okay so that part's not refundable and you're driving down i'm like yeah i'm driving down on thursday and he's like oh okay so comic book convention <laughs> you dressing up as anything and this is in court. There's somebody, t like, writing down everything that's being said. So yes. I'm like, yes. yeah, I'm Superboy. Yes. And he's like, oh, Superboy, is that Superman's son? And I'm like, yeah, he is. Yeah. So this is an official court records for this jury selection. Yeah. he's su Who is that, Superman's son? Yeah, actually, you're right on the money. You got it. And then that's, he's like, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> this isn't even about the vacation. We just don't want nerds in here. Me with my bag full of 
comics that I expected. Because when I walked in, I'm like, oh, shoot, the things on the wall say, like, 1.40, and I was called in to be here at 9.30. I'm going to be sitting in this room for a while. It was only, like, mm -hmm. an hour, hour and a half that we were actually sitting around waiting. So I got through, oh, okay. like, uh, I have two trades of Batman. Mm -hmm. I got through the Booster Gold stuff. I got through the wedding. I started... Oh, fun. I started Bruce Wayne serving on a jury. <laughs> and then they're like, all right, time to go to jury selection. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, what Tom King reduced down to maybe three or four panels is a day and a half process. And this isn't even a big trial. This is like... <laughs> Did this guy burgle? <laughs> Did he do a burgle? Did he burgle from an old woman? <laughs> and well. it's... Who boy. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, so we're definitely going to do jury selection all today and probably going into tomorrow morning. And the <laughs> person behind me was like, that long? And I'm like, yeah, jury selection takes a long time. That's turns out that's part of the, the whole, thing. Yeah, it's a whole lot of work. Yep. Um, the only time, real quick, I've ever uh had to do jury duty, I um was in the middle of uh Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies, and I was like, oh, "Well, good. I'm only gonna get this one chance to play this lawyer game in a courthouse." So. I'm going for it. Yeah, um, I wore some nice fancy clothes that I haven't worn since my internship. I probably haven't worn it since the last time I've been in a courtroom during my internship <laughs> four years ago. So, you know, court clothes. Yeah. Good good stuff. Um if you uh if you would like to get out of jury duty by reciting information about comic book characters, you're in luck, because <laughs> we're going to teach you about some comic book characters, as we as we love to do on this podcast. Um, today, we are going to learn about Oliver Queen, who is the Green Arrow. Um, Honestly, why, why did he pick Green Arrow? A green, a descriptor that rhymes with his last name. <laughs> That's a great question to start with. Um, because I don't know. Um, and later, one of his, uh, his sidekicks, who we'll be talking about later, uh, goes by the Red Arrow. Um, his name doesn't rhyme with red, so it's like, you really could have picked any color. Ollie, but, but Roy does start with an R and have three right. letters. That's that's a good point. Maybe they're all just compulsively they're like it has to sound a little bit like my name. We've got um, Oliver Green and Red Harper. <laughs> wow. I love I love the Arrow fam. Um Green Arrow has a pretty uh a pretty wild history um starting with the fact that i just want to get this out there now it is it is wild to me that there is 
an archer on the Justice League. Um, like, I think we've touched on this before. Like, having Hawkeye on the Avengers is, like, reasonable. Like, it's still, like... No, it well, depends on the roster. It does depend on the roster. Like, it is reasonable that Clint would be like, oh, you know, I feel like I, you know, really struggle to keep up with everyone else, and I have to, like, you know, if I ever miss, then, like, oh, what's what's even the point of me being there? Um, But there's, you know, there's enough people on the Avengers that are just, like, strong people that it's like, okay, like, you can have a guy there that just shoots arrows. Um, a guy on the Justice League that just shoots arrows is, like, absolutely bananas. Like, and I know, I know that Batman's thing is that Batman, like, doesn't have any superpowers, but so much of Batman is spent going, like, oh, I'm fighting, you know, I'm fighting on the front lines with, like, these gods and I have to be you know, the, like, epitome of, like, mental and physical perfection at all times. I can never fail at anything I do. And Ollie's like, I shoot arrows real good. And that is it. <laughs> I shoot arrows. I, I don't, I, that, yeah, arrows. Yeah, he, I it's think fine. he gets in a, a, a sword fight with Jason Todd once and he does okay, so... Maybe okay at sorts. I mean, he's rich. He could have taken fencing in college. He definitely took fencing, that motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> um, so. Tiny Oliver Queen fencing. God! Um, uh, Oliver Jonas Queen um, is introduced in uh, more fun comics. Which, uh, in 1941, which was one of, you know, many titles that had, you know, introduced early, like, Golden Age superheroes before we were at the point where every superhero had, like, their own title. Um, so he was introduced, uh, in 1941, in, you know, the very early years of superheroes. Um, I think, uh... So, like, a couple years after Batman came out, uh, and, like, very, very, very obviously, just, like, just kind of, like, a palette swap of Batman at first. Like, they borrowed, like, all of- I mean, obviously, like, he has arrows and Batman doesn't have arrows, but, like, they borrowed all of these, like, he was introduced with, like, his sidekick, Speedy, like- right out the gate, because Batman already had Robin, and he had an arrow car, and an arrow cave, (laughs) and all of these things that Batman has. Um, many of which I think have endured in canon, which is very funny, um, because it does mean that Ollie just went like, oh, that sounds cool, I think I should have that. Um, and his thing was also that he was, uh, Super, super, super rich. Um, the initial backstory, I think, and I'm pretty sure it's changed a few times, and I don't know what's, like, canon now. Um, Olivia, do you want to know a secret? Yes. The only version of the backstory that I know for Green Arrow 
is mm -hmm. the uh, CW Arrowverse one. <laughs> I mean, the the CW one, I like, is based mostly on the comic book one, from what I understand. Um, Slade's in it, and I don't think that's that's in the comics. <laughs> He um, sure is. He sure, he sure is, is there. That's boy. That's my guy. Um, but uh, so he's uh these uh super wealthy parents. They own uh Queen Industries. I think is the name of yeah Queen Industries. It is so freaking hard for me <laughs> to keep track of like like oh like Stark Industries, Stark Enterprises. Stark International, all of these superheroes who have companies. Um, but, uh, his parents, uh, founded the company. I think it's, like, uh, as is usually the case, it was initially, like, a weapons company. Um, Oliver grows up with his, uh, you know, super rich parents, like, not a lot to worry about. He takes, uh, he takes up archery. Um, in the initial version of the story, um, his parents are killed on safari, I think by a lion? I mean, I, they're on safari. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I their think own the, fault, really. I mean, it is. And I think the thing is, is that, like, like Ollie had a bow and arrow with him while they were on the safari, and he was like, oh, I could have saved them, but I hesitated. And they died. Um, well, he's very sad about it, but, like, also, like... You're a child. You're, you're, you're and a it's kid. it's a lion. Fine. It's a lot. You're fine. Um, not to make light of, you know, his sad, tragic backstory. No, but um, also, at a certain point, you gotta look at your life and be like, all right. I I was a child. I yes. had a bow and arrow and it was a lion. <laughs> um very true. Um but he ends up uh he inherits the company under the guidance of his uncle. Um does the uncle turn out evil? I don't think so. Amazing. I know, right? Can you believe I do not recall an evil uncle uh, anywhere in this um, for once. Um, he's not really interested in inheriting this company. Uh, he mostly kind of just wants to, like, goof around um, and, you know, be a rich playboy and party and do what he wants. Um, he ends up, uh, on a boat, and there's, like, so many different versions of what happens on this boat, um, but either, uh, the boat is attacked by terrorists, or it's attacked by people who are trying to kill him specifically, or there's just, like, you know, like, a storm and it capsizes, uh, or something else, but he ends up the falls off washes falls off the boat washes up on an island uh is stranded on this island uh for a significant amount of time um sometimes there are like uh 
there's there's like a secret like group of like heroin dealers or something on the island. They have like a secret base there. Uh and he stops them. Um but basically the important thing is is he's on this island and he has to learn how to defend himself and take care of himself and it opens his eyes and he's like wow I really need to do something with my life. The one thing I'm good at is archery. <laughs> so, here goes. Um, Olympics. The Olympics! <laughs> I've solved it! Um, so, uh, he comes back to, uh, to America, to Star City. Yeah, Star City is the Green Arrow City. Um, and he establishes himself as superhero Green Arrow. Um, he, uh, adopts a sidekick immediately. This happens, I think, like, it has already happened by the time the first, uh, issue begins, because they're like, alright, Robin's got a sidekick, everybody, I mean, Batman's got a sidekick, everybody loves the sidekick, we're just gonna get the sidekick in there, we'll cover the backstory later. <laughs> Amazing. Um, his uh his sidekick Speedy, because he is very speedy with an arrow, not because he runs fast, even though there will he will be on a team with Kid Flash and it will be confusing for everyone. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um but uh he gets his arrow car and his arrow cave with all of his billions of dollars and he uh designs himself this very kind of Robin Hood looking costume um with a you know like a tunic and a whatever that fun hat is called that Robin Hood has <laughs> um and he uh he designs a whole bunch of arrows that can do different things like you know how they have a boxing glove at the end or they shoot electricity or you know all of these things that superhero archers do yeah kryptonite cloud you know for very specific instances yeah um all of these things that uh superhero archers and or uh vex from critical role do (laughs) um and uh he becomes uh, a superhero. He does join the Justice League, I think, pretty early into the uh, foundation of the Justice League. Um, it's in, uh, it's during the Silver Age. Um, but uh, <laughs> one of my favorite tidbits I found is this, uh, this fact that Queen Enterprises secretly funded the early Justice League. Um, which is funny to me specifically because it says this about Queen Enterprises. There's no mention of Bruce Wayne's company giving the Justice League any money. Which, like, maybe they did and I just don't know about it, or they didn't mention it here and it just wasn't enough money and they needed some more money. It is very funny to me to imagine this happening either because, uh, one, Bruce is much more protective of his secret identity, and, like, even doing it secretly, he's like, any chance that this, 
uh, money could be traced, used to connect Bruce Wayne and the Justice League. I can't have it. Or, two, Bruce is just like, I'm doing stuff with this money. Get your own money. I need this for more important things. I mean, either one works. Cause yeah. It's like, oh, no, no. That's, uh... That's 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 for the orphanages. <laughs> oh, this money? That's for rehabilitation and job training. <laughs> this is very this is very important money. Um God, I love them. Um but uh so uh that's uh that's how all he's doing for uh most of his early incarnation. Um, he actually, uh, continues, like, he manages to last from the Golden Age, like, through the Silver Age, uh, without any real major changes, uh, unlike a lot of other characters who got, like, rebooted in the 50s, um, like, Flash and Green Lantern, um, in, uh, so in, like, the late 60s, uh, he, uh, the team of Dennis O'Neill and Neil Adams, um, who were also very well known, I think, a, um, a couple years after this, um, they get, uh, very, uh, famous for their work on Batman, um, in, like, kind of the early 70s, uh, sort of redefining Batman into the start of, you know, the kind of darker, brooder, gothic kind of Batman that people are most familiar with. Um, I think they just really, like, they're just really out here, like, I don't think we can have all these superheroes just be extremely rich dudes with no problems. Um, and I don't know if this is consciously or unconsciously, but personally, I would find it a little bit wild if you had a superhero who was visually modeled after Robin Hood whose whole thing was just being super rich and doing whatever he wanted. Yeah. Um, I would think that was a little whack. So if Neil Adams and Dennis O'Neill thought it was whack, I would understand that. Um, but so in the late 60s, um, they just go in a completely different direction. Um... And Ollie, uh, ends up losing all his money, um, and becomes, like, a super hardcore activist. Um, and a lot of this is happening, uh, in, uh, they combine, uh, Green Lantern and Green Arrow, um, and they just kind of co-star in this title for a while, um, I'm not sure, like, what editorial mandate that was. I think Green Lantern maybe wasn't doing very well. Um. And I mean, they're both green. They're both green. Um, 
and they are uh very good friends. I think after this, um, they this is the uh, uh Hal Jordan Green Lantern, um, and like this whole like comic just becomes the like all of these like deep dives into social issues and like. Hal is consistently the one who's like, well, you know, we need to, uh, we need to work from the inside to enact change, and we need to, you know, these systems aren't bad, we just need to, like, you know, make them work for good. Um, and Ollie's the one who's like, like, no, we have to destroy it all! We have to completely tear everything down and start from the beginning! Destroy no. these institutions. Destroy all institutions. No government can ever be trusted to look out for the people. And it's like, like, just, I'm sorry. It's not, like, it's good. It's great. It's just very funny to me. They're like, I think Green Lantern and Green Arrow should have this conversation. And I, I think, think Oliver Queen, I think... an extremely privileged man. Yeah. Um. It is wild. It is. It is. It is truly just like such. I mean, not like an incomprehensible decision, and like probably a good decision, but like. Looking at it out of context, just such completely out of left field. Like, no. He's an anarchist now. He's a radical leftist. <laughs> um, which, uh, also in, uh, we get, uh, trickled down into the modern day, uh, in the current Green Arrow comic, <laughs> him self-describing as a social justice warrior. <laughs> I remembered where you were going with this as soon as you said modern day. Yeah, it's my favorite thing. Oliver Queen, SJW. SJW. Filthy SJW, Oliver Wasn't Queen. Wasn't he in court? Yeah! When he yeah. said this? He was on trial? He was! And he's like, yes, I am an SJW. Sue me. That's 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 another thing that that's gonna be in court records forever. <laughs> it's the story of Superboy and also Oliver Queen self-proclaiming to be an SJW. Um, <sighs> this uh this this era is also where uh the very famous storyline comes in of uh uh. Ollie finding out that, uh, Speedy, uh, is addicted to heroin, and it's a, a whole thing, um, which is, like, the sort of, uh, ki the kind of PSA nature of that whole twist, um, makes a little bit more sense when you're like, oh, that's just, that's just what Green Lantern and Green Arrow have been doing, is <laughs> just, like, Tackling complex social issues with their color-themed superpowers. I mean, they're green. <laughs> they're so- they're freaking green! Um, 
So this, uh, this lasts, like, through the 70s and then, uh, somewhat into the 80s, but they kind of, it it's sort of after, like, the mid-70s, the larger, like, social themes, uh, kind of fade a little bit. Um, and then, uh, in the late 80s, the ladies. Um, the ladies. Um, when everything in comics is getting, uh, pretty, uh, pretty grim, um, they, uh, Mike Grell, uh, writes and illustrates a, um, a Green Arrow miniseries, um, for, uh, what the the imprint that would eventually become Vertigo, um, that's uh just about like oh here okay here's the new dark Green Arrow, uh and he, you know uh he uh oh Black Canary gets like kidnapped and tortured because obviously that's what happens, um and he does a uh, murder. And then he he does uh more he does more murders and uh it's uh, it's he he doesn't really he's not really wearing uh his you know his superhero costume and he's not really going by Green Arrow he's just sort of a dude with a bow because it's realistic and edgy um and this that's is all not sounding... very realistic no um this is sounding very critical I haven't read it. So it could be good. I don't like the parts about Dinah, um, but I'm like very. I just I want the SJW one. <laughs> Give me that one back. Um, this does um this does get mostly retconned um because uh uh. Hal Jordan goes evil. Um, thanks, Hal. In, thanks, Hal. Uh, in a uh, a pretty well known storyline uh, called Zero Hour, um, where he gets possessed by an evil entity called Parallax, um, and then uh, Ollie has to shoot him to stop him from, you know, basically destroying the whole universe, um, and then. Uh, Later on, uh, Ollie dies. Um, I don't, what year is this? Do we know? I don't know. Um, a a few years after this, I think, Ollie dies for a bit. Um, cause there's like, there's a bomb, uh, that's like gonna explode and destroy Metropolis. Um, and you know, it's, it's gonna go off, and Ollie has, like, his arm in this mechanism that he can, like, you know, prevent it from going off until it's somewhere safe, but, you know, when it does, it, uh, he will be killed in the explosion, because he's right there, um, and (laughs) Clark, uh, Clark tries to be like, I, let me, I can help, I'll, look, I'll just, I'll cut off your arm, and then we can get you to safety, um, and Ollie's like, oh, like, fuck you, Will, I'm, I'm staying with this bomb, and I'm exploding, um, 
I'd rather explode than not have an arm, I guess. Yeah, which, I mean, is, you know, is emotional from the perspective of, uh, oh, you know, he can't, he can't do archery if he, he doesn't does have an arm. He does fine in Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> this was actually, that's the thing, this is actually a, um, uh, a reference to Dark Knight Returns specifically, um, because the circumstances of what happens in Dark Knight Returns aren't, like, fully clear. <laughs> and they're like, oh, what if it was something like this? Um, so we're in the other timeline. <laughs> yeah, we're in the other timeline. Um, but, uh, it's also, like, and I get it, and always, you know, always had some issues, and, like, you know, a lot of superheroes have kind of a death wish. But also, buddy, prosthetics exist. Yeah. Um, but he bravely sacrifices himself. Even uh, though he didn't have to. Even, even though he objectively didn't have to, but superheroes are all like this all the time. Um, he, um, he sacrifices himself, he explodes. Uh, his son, Connor, um, takes over as, uh, Green Arrow for a little bit. He, um, he was introduced, I, I think, uh, shortly after, uh, the whole thing with evil Hal Jordan happened, um, and all he didn't know, he was his son at first, uh, and then he found out, um, and then in, uh, 2000, um, Hal, um, Hal comes back uh, and then he sacrifices himself again. It's all, these, it's very complicated, uh, with these two. Um, but Hal briefly manages to use his, uh, parallax powers, uh, to bring Ollie back from the dead, because they're best friends, and he missed him, <laughs> and he wants him to be alive. Um, but, uh, it's like, it, He's resurrected, and he, like, doesn't have a soul, and also, it's, like, technically him from, uh, before, like, the, all the grimdark stuff in the 80s happened, which I guess is just, like, they're like, oh, we decided we didn't, we didn't want that, we didn't want that to happen, um, and Ollie's like, wow, this is a, ver this is a version of me who hasn't, killed somebody. I'm gonna go back to doing, uh, doing good things, and, you know, like, looking out for the, you know, marginalized people, uh, and advocating for people who can't speak for themselves. Um, he does, at some point he's elected mayor, I'm not sure when this happens, but at some point he's mayor of Star City. Uh, where he lives. Oh, it's in, it's in one year later. Okay. Um, so, that lasts for a little while, um, and then, uh, in, like, the late 2000s, they start going again down the path of, like, um, he's, like, oh, he's on this, uh, this new kind of, like, uh, side Justice League team that's, like, you know, gonna be proactive 
and go after criminals before they can hurt anybody. Um, and, uh, he, uh, ends up, uh, things, uh, don't go too well, um, mostly because a supervillain named, uh, Prometheus bombs Star City, um, kills a bunch of people, uh, including, uh, Speedy's daughter, um, which also goes super badly for Roy, which we will talk about when we talk about Roy, um, but, uh, Ollie again goes just, like, gets extremely upset about this, and then goes super dark, and then just kills, like, a whole bunch of people. Um, people who were responsible for these explosions, like, not just okay. random people, but, like, <laughs> also... Like, Ollie. No, like, he's going on, like, you know, an angry revenge quest, but also, he is doing murders, and... Yeah, no, that's not great. Which is not, um, which is not great. Um, so, they kind of, uh, struggle with that for a while, and then, uh, the New 52 happens shortly after this, so everything gets rebooted anyways. Um, and now, uh... In Rebirth, they are, uh, going back to full SJW. <laughs> uh, which is very fun. Um, it's just like, I, I like Ollie a lot. He has, uh, he has sucked at many different points in his life. Not just the parts with the murders. Um, but he has, on many occasions, been, like, a pretty bad dad and a pretty bad adoptive dad. Um, not, like, you know, horrifyingly bad. Just, like, come on, Ollie, buddy. Um, and he has this, uh, pretty long-running on-again, off-again romance with Black Canary, which I do love, um, just because they're both, like, sort of a mess about it. It's very good. It's very good. It's very fun. They're both kind of, like, equally a little bit of a disaster. Um, and they did get married at one point. Uh, and they split up. I don't know where they're at right now. Um, they did get married and have a big superhero wedding and all the superheroes were there in costume. And then obviously a bunch of supervillains showed up and tried to kill all the superheroes who were there in one place at this wedding. Um, but it went fine. Um, they, Yeah, you know, because there's a bunch of superheroes in one place. What? Yeah. It's okay, they're all in one place, we can take them all out at once. Yeah, but they're all in one place. They are all in the same place. Um, and they're all gonna be mad at you. How um, are you gonna take them all out? You can't. You can't do it. Um, I wanna, uh, a couple other, uh, fun things, um, I, uh, discovered, um, one is, uh, at one point, I think this is before, uh, the 80s, uh, dark and edgy stuff, um, him and Dinah moved to Seattle. And they open up a flower shop, and the flower shop is called Sherwood Florist. 
That is extremely good. Which is my favorite thing, and I wish that he... Honestly, I would be happy if neither of them did superheroics ever again, and I just got to read comic books about the two of them running a flower shop together. Because <laughs> it sounds amazing. Um, uh, another, uh, another thing is, uh, one, I just love this, um, I just love this sentence on, uh, his DC wiki page, um, because it, like, you know, it's talking about all of the incredible archery feats he's accomplished. It's like, oh, like, you know, he can, uh, shoot through a drop of water as it's falling. Um, he once shot two arrows down two different gun barrels while upside down in mid-flip while somersaulting off a building. That feels impossible. I don't think it is. I don't, I mean, it's comic books, so you know, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think you can do that, Oliver. Oliver, I'd like to have some words. Um. The words are how. How, how. Um, also, uh, in this, like, powers and abilities section, um, this is not cited, so I don't know where it comes from, but... Cooking. Green Arrow's chili is one of the hottest foods on the planet. So, that's fun. I, I'm trying to remember if I actually saw that in a canonical piece of media, or if I just saw that in fanfiction and somebody else was as delighted as you are. And they're like, oh man, Ollie, chili, that, you know that fact about Ollie's chili? Let's put it in this fic. Ollie's I making mean, chili. I want to put it in all of my fanfiction now. Actually, now that I talk about it, I'm pretty sure it was in a fanfiction. Okay, great. Um, this is gonna be, if I, um, I just want this as a PSA. If I write any DC fanfiction, um, from this point going forward, even if Ollie is not in it, Please assume that Ollie is somewhere making chili. <laughs> making very, very, very spicy chili. Oh my god. Um, it's There's very There's a important. recipe for it. <gasps> holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. This is, this is the best, this is the best day. Um. Hell Jordan is here and he says I don't have enough willpower to eat this. Batman's just like, hmm, it could use more crackers. <laughs> Superman's ah! slyly using his cold breath. Ah! Ah! Oh my god. Uh, I think he killed John. <laughs> oh, John just died. He says fire. It tastes like fire. Moons of ah! Mars. And he looks so distressed. I think he murdered John John. John Jones. John 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 Johnson. Um, John 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 Johnson. God. Oh my god. Um, this is amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. This is a great, great, great day and a great thing that we've all learned. Um, unless you already knew that. In which case, uh, it's a great thing to be reminded of. I still don't know where this is from, but Googling Oliver Green Chili has given me. <laughs> wow. This 
beautiful recipe. Um, I'm so glad. Um, did you have any comics you wanted to talk about besides the Batman trades you read while you were waiting for jury duty? I'm sorry, I... He also fed it to Guy Gardner. (laughs) (laughs) There's more than one instance of this chili. This is amazing! Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, I read a few more comics, uh, but it's mostly just me catching up. I read these the other day. I read Runaways Volume 2, which... Choice. Yes, so good. So good. Uh... And I also did Lumberjanes Volume 10, which also, choice. Oh my gosh. What what excellent teen comics. We got those teen comics, and then yeah. I read a volume and a half of Batman today. So Yeah! Because I have, I literally have on my to-do list, please read comics. You can't keep saying you haven't read anything on Capes and Japes. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> oh! That's, mean... that's just constantly on my to-do list now. So every time I look at my to-do list, I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, to uh, to be fair, you are also uh, starting to prep for another con, so it is understandable to not have comics time. Yeah, but I haven't even really been doing anything for that because my sewing machine is broken. (gasps) That's true. I Um, did buy a new one, though, and it should be here tomorrow. Hell yeah! I'm probably gonna end up having to do hoodie knot, because I don't think I can sew the whole thing by then, because tomorrow's probably gonna be my only day off before I actually, like, pack and leave. That's rough. Yeah, but, but that's life. Yeah, sometimes it'd be like that. Hoodie Knot, uh, still very good. Did you read comics? Yes, I did, uh, read, among, uh, other things that I keep up with, I did read the first issue of, uh, Saladin Ahmed's new Ms. Marvel, which we oh? talked about last week when we talked about Kabbalah, um, and obviously it is great! Um, I knew it would be great, uh, mostly because, uh, well, I mean, like, because Kamala is excellent, and it's, uh, very hard to go wrong when you have so much excellent material to work with, um, and also I have been keeping up with, uh, Saladin Ahmed's, uh, current Miles Morales comic, and have been loving it a lot. Um, but it's just, like, it's, it's so, so obviously comes from just, like, such deep love for the character. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot of great stuff with her family. Um, just, like, uh, all, all of the things that make Kamala so appealing, um, are very present. Um. And also, it's, uh, it's probably a very good time to have, you know, more Muslim characters in comic books. Um, so, it, uh, loved it a lot. We'll be continuing to check it out. Uh, very, uh, strong recommendation. 
from me, your friend Olivia. Um, I think that's the only thing I wanted to mention for this week. Um, but, uh, yes, if you, uh, have any comics you want to talk about, if you, uh, want to keep up with us, see what we're doing, uh, you can follow us all over the internet. You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, um, all of those just be capes and japes. Um, you can, uh, join our Discord server, um, come chat with us about all kinds of, all kinds of fun things. Um, you would have, if you were on our Discord server, you heard this great story about, uh, jury duty already. So, if you want to hear more great stories from everybody's cool lives, come hang out with us on Discord. Um, we have a Patreon, um, if you want to support us there, um, <laughs> support us buying new sewing machines, <laughs> um, you can, uh, join the Patreon and get bonus episodes, uh, join us for movie nights, you can help us pick what topics, uh, you want us to talk about, all of those are things you can do, um, if you want to leave us a rating and review, that's great. If you want to tell a friend, that's great. Um, if you want to just come back next week and hang out with us, that's great too. We love you. We love, we love seeing you. We love spending time with you. Um, so thank you for joining us, uh, today for Capes and Japes. Um, I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And as always, did you know that the first appearance of Green Arrow's Chili is in the same episode? It episode is in the same issue where he finds out that Roy Harper is a junkie. Eat some chili, sexy Batman. It's the same issue. Holy shit. <laughs> the shocking truth about drugs and Green Arrow's chili. <laughs> chili, the shocking truth about chili. <laughs> <laughs>